and Sparty Adventures is written and recorded by kids just like you. Welcome to the adventures of Mooney and Sparty. Mooney and Sparty are two dogs who live with the Spencer family. Today, Mooney will have to face something new and kind of scary. Have you ever had to face something new that made you feel a little shaky? Let's find out what Mooney does in today's adventure. Mooney shoved her nose further under the pantry in the mudroom, digging for the crunch cube she could smell but not see. Her short, fluffy snout was covered in dust, but she didn't care. There were only a few more seconds before her brother, Sparty, noticed she had found some food. As she wiggled her snout, she decided to turn her head sideways. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Mooney backed up as she licked the crunch cube crumbs off of her curly, black snout. What'd you find? Sparty asked. Sparty was almost twice as big as Mooney. His frame towered over hers, but she wasn't scared. Sparty was always careful and gentle with his younger, smaller sister. An old crunch cube! Mooney licked her lips. Oh, the thing the family eats with lots of leaves? Was it stale? Sparty shoved his soft black snout under the pantry. No, crunch cubes keep their crunch for a long time, but there was only one. You could have shared. Sparty said. Crunch cubes are small, Mooney said. Rose, the oldest child of Mooney's family, walked into the mudroom. Rose reached for the blue plastic stick on the blue plastic stand. There was a string that went from the stick to a weird hole in the wall. Mooney had never noticed it before. Just as Rose put her hand on the stick, her mother, the woman Mooney called Mom, yelled up the stairs reminding Rose that the trash still needed to be taken out. Rose was almost as tall as Mom these days, but had lighter and longer hair. Her long legs and arms helped her run fast. Mooney had gone to see one of Rose's races when she first moved in with the Spencer family. As Rose walked toward the kitchen, Mooney looked back at the blue plastic stick. I've never noticed that before. What is it? What was Rose going to do with it? Mooney waved her snout toward the stick so Sparty knew what she was talking about. Sparty went over to the stick and sniffed it. It's some kind of sucking stick. I hate it. The family uses it when they want to do something called chores. They push their finger into this one part of the stick, and suddenly it becomes very loud and scary. It sucks things into it until everything is picked up. Then, after, one of the family members will dump out the stuff from the stick into the silver bucket in the corner of the food room. After that, they put it back in the bedroom where the wall string is. Do they ever try to suck you up? Mooney stared at the plastic sick, afraid to blink. I mean, one time Jack moved it toward me, but I ran away. I had to jump over the couch to get to safety. Then I hid in Rose's room under her chair. Mooney thought about Jack. He was little like her, the smallest of all the kids. He had shiny yellow hair and wrestled with her on the floor even though Mom and Dad said he shouldn't. She couldn't imagine Jack doing something so mean to Sparty, especially if the sucking stick might hurt her brother. What do you think would happen if you got sucked up by the plastic stick, Sparty? Would it hurt? I don't know, Sparty said, when I don't want to find out. Later that day, Mooney followed Sarah, the middlest kid, to Sarah's sleeping room upstairs. 
Sarah wore these strange things on her face that Mooney didn't understand. But Mooney knew that when Sarah woke up in the morning, the first thing that she did was put these face things on. Sarah had told Mooney that she couldn't read without them. Sarah sat on her bed with her favorite colorful papers, which Sarah called comics. Mooney had noticed that the comics had a lot of drawings inside, unlike the things Mom usually read. Those papers were called books and only had words inside. Come on, Mooney, Sarah said, patting the spot next to her. Mooney yapped. Okay. But Mooney knew Sarah couldn't understand her. Only Sparty could. Mooney had learned this after demanding bacon from everyone in the food room one night. No bacon had made its way to her food bowl or the floor. Mooney nudged the papers with her nose. Oh, you want to know what the story is about? Sarah turned back a few pages and pointed to something gray that reminded Mooney of herself. Mooney looked up at Sarah's face. Well, there's this dog, like me, Mooney thought. But not like you, Sarah said. Oh, never mind, Mooney thought. Dex is a robot dog who was created by the evil inventor named Jeffrey. Jeffrey? Mooney didn't think that sounded very evil. So, Jeffrey made Dex 2.0 to attack and get rid of anyone interfering with Jeffrey's evil plans. But then Dex became self-aware and decided he wanted to be a good guy. Sarah turned the page. So then Jeffrey made a robotic vampire bats, but instead of sucking blood, they drained power lines. Jeffrey thought that if he could cut off people's access to electricity, they wouldn't know what to do and might give in to his plan of total world domination. Sarah turned to the back of the book. At some point, Dex thinks that maybe the people look at their phones too much. So he should let the bats mess with their power some. You know, just so people realize they can live without phones or tablets. That made sense to Mooney. She had noticed that her family did spend time on tiny light boxes and that mom and dad were always telling the kids to read books or comics instead. At first, Dex was afraid of the bats. Something about their little metallic faces made his tummy feel weird. But then, Dex remembered something that Jeffrey had taught him. When Dex was still on Jeffrey's team, if something scares you, learn more about it. Mooney thought. That's not a bad idea, even if it did come from the evil Jeffrey. Sarah kept explaining. And Dex decided to watch the electrobats for the next few nights instead of chasing them with an upset tummy. He noticed that when they hung upside down for a rest, they covered their heads with the shiny black wings. And they wouldn't see anyone coming. When Dex realized that Electrobats had a weakness, he knew he could defeat them. He was still scared because they still had creepy faces, but he found the facts he needed so that he could also be brave. Whoa, Mooney thought. I wish it could be that brave. Sarah turned to the last page. See, Dex 2.0 eventually defeats the Electrobats and Jeffrey. At least until the next comic comes out. Mooney! Dad's voice traveled up the stairs and into Sarah's sleeping room. Water! Oh, Daddy must have filled up your water bowl. Go ahead and go, Sarah said. Mooney hopped off of the bed and onto the rug, causing it to slide a little under her feet. She almost fell over, but after a quick pause to balance, she hopped toward the stairs. 
but before she could get down the first few stairs, a loud, warbling whistle pierced into her ear holes, sending her scrambling back. What is that? Mooney thought. Her legs began to shake, and she couldn't make them stop. As she looked down, she noticed that Rose was holding the blue plastic stick, and suddenly she felt the blue stick in her feet, but didn't know how. The shaking in her legs had changed, and now she felt little tickles running across her toes into her paw pads. There were not tickles that she liked at all. Moony, water! Dad shouted again. Mooney did feel super thirsty, but she didn't want to get too close to the plastic stick. She couldn't be sure, but somewhere behind the giant sound of the plastic stick, Mooney thought she could hear the sound of Sparty drinking all of the water in their shared shiny bowl. Even if she couldn't be sure she heard Sparty drinking, he still might be. And if that was happening, there wouldn't be any water left for poor Mooney. She watched as Rose pulled and pushed the plastic stick back and forth. Why didn't Rose stop? Couldn't she see that Mooney was shaking, scared, and waiting? The longer Mooney waited, the closer Rose got, as she worked her way up each stair. Mooney wanted to back up, but she also wanted water. When Rose was just one stair away from Mooney, she finally noticed the shaking pup. Rose touched something that was glowing near the top of the plastic stick, and the sound and tickling toes stopped. Oh, sorry, Mooney. Do you want to go down? Go ahead. But Mooney's feet felt like they were stuck to the floor. She couldn't move a paw. It's okay, Rose said. I won't turn it back on until you're down, okay? But Mooney thought of what Sparty had said. What if this was a trick and Rose was going to try to suck Mooney, just like Jack had tried to suck Sparty? I promise, look. Rose sat the plastic stick against the wall and took both of her hands off of it. Mooney raced past, her paws flying in the air as she ran down the stairs through the lighted box room, through the food room, and into the mudroom where Sparty had just licked the last drop of water out of their shared bowl. Ah! Drink it all! Mooney said with a whiny yelp for emphasis. Don't worry, Sparty said as he walked toward Jack who was holding his own cup of water in his hand. Sparty knocked the cup of water into the air with his snout. There you go, Mooney. Sparty! Jack yelled. Mooney lapped up some of the fresh puddle of water from the food room floor, but jumped back when the horrible warbling sound of the plastic stick started back up again. Why do they use that thing? It's so loud and scary. Mooney looked at Sparty, who was busy lapping up some of the puddle he had created. Well, it's mostly my fault, Sparty said, his head dropping as he took another lick. What do you mean? Mooney didn't understand. Well... My fur comes off all day, every day, and it collects in different places in the house. They use this stick to collect the hair, or else it collects in balls in the corners of rooms and on the stairs. Does my fur fall out too? I never noticed. Mooney looked down at her perfect soft curls. No, you're part poodle, and poodles don't lose hair like I do. Sparty licked the last lick before Jack dabbed the rest of the water off the floor with a towel. But you're part poodle too, right? Mooney looked at Sparty's fur. It did look different than hers. It was a lot less curly. Yes, but not enough poodle to stop the hair from falling out, I guess. I'd have golden retriever on my mother's side. The warbling sound got closer. Rose had finished the stairs and moved into the lighted box room with the plastic stick. Mooney watched as Sparty retreated to the mudroom, 
Mooney thought back to Sarah's story about Dex. What did Dex do when he was feeling scared? He learned more about the thing that was creeping him out. Mooney realized she could trust Rose, and since Rose was the one holding the stick, she could get closer and watch. Mooney walked over to Rose one paw at a time. She slid her nose slowly forward, sniffing but then coughing because of the dust in the air. Mooney, Rose said, be careful. Mooney slid her paw closer to the stick. Oh, do you want to see how it works? Rose turned off the plastic stick, sat down, and pulled Mooney into her lap. This picks up loose stuff on the floor, but it can't hurt you. Watch. Rose turned on the stick and then put her hand on the underneath of the stick. That whirled and scared Mooney even more. Mooney yelped, but watched as nothing bad happened to Rose's hand. See, Mooney, it won't hurt us. Mooney looked at the stick and looked at Rose's hand. Now you try. Rose turned on the plastic stick again. Mooney inched her paw toward the rolling things on the bottom of the stick. She could feel the tickle again, but her paw stayed attached to her leg. It doesn't hurt. Mooney thought. She looked up at Rose, who smiled down at her. Now you don't have to be afraid of the vacuum anymore, Rose said. So that's what it's called, Mooney said. Rose only heard barks. Mooney ran over to where Sparty had laid under the food room table. Sparty! I defeated the vacuum! I mean, the plastic stick. Sure you did, Sparty said. Nice try. You can't trick me. Mooney didn't know what to say to convince him, so instead she just laid next to him under the table, and she wasn't scared of the vacuum after that day. Though she still didn't like the loud noises or paw tickles, she had decided to learn more so she could be brave. That brave. Just like Dex 2.0. Thank you for listening to today's adventure with Mooney and Sparty. Do you remember what Mooney did when she felt afraid? That's right, she decided to learn more about the plastic stick. Remember, when something new makes you nervous, you can ask an adult in your life to help you learn more about it. Be kind, be brave, and we'll see you for Mooney and Sparty's next adventure. If you have any questions for Mooney or Sparty, or both of them, you can email them with the adult in your life at mooneyandsparty at gmail.com. That's M-O-O-N-I-E-A-N-D-S-P-A-R-T-Y at gmail.com.